Hello everyone and welcome to Tavernier Talks. This is episode one and I want to thank you truly because if you are listening in the other side of the device then it means that either you have a special appreciation for me as being friends, family or someone known to me or you just came by to podcast by pure luck in both cases I want to be completely open and tell you that this moment right now this recording is the beginning of a journey which I'm pretty excited about and we are starting this journey together so thank you truly thank you this here is gonna be one of the few occasions that I will be talking about myself and the reason is that this podcast and this project as a whole Tavernier Talks has one protagonist and that is information this is not about myself but rather about the source where we contain knowledge and that source is translated into human words as again information yet the purpose of you getting to know me is because I believe that wherever we get our information wherever we get our sources it is quite impossible to find those in a completely pure state and that means that someone or even something has to interpret that information and thankfully you're trusting me to do that so I feel obligated to tell you who is behind it so that you can trust what I'm doing what I'm saying and what I am communicating to you that being said here it is so I am a quite disciplined person I do not drink, do not smoke, do not party I value health in general which includes mental, physical and spiritual I believe that health is the key for unlocking our best version our best performance and we can only achieve that by having a beautiful refined balance between what we do think how we behave how we look how we treat our bodies and that's something that I really focus on I also read a lot this is one of my favorite activities I am passionate about books I 
love the book as an object obviously i also love the book as an expression as a way of communicating as a story as an experience as an asset that goes through time and reaches you at some specific stage in your life to provide some kind of knowledge. I read for fun, but I also read for formal training. I read for studying. I read for getting informed. I read to share and I read to understand. I like to listen quite a lot. I'm a big fan of podcasts. And I think this is the proof of that. And I also particularly like watching videos. Mostly educational videos. And academic based videos about theories, concepts, even lectures, I think. Watching videos of lectures is pretty amazing because you can basically assist any university in the world at any class that you're interested in and be part of that. And finally, with all of this, plus some more specific activities, what I do is I study. So my passion, my favorite activity and the base of my professional life is sitting down and going through information, trying to interpret that information and then trying to understand it and communicating it. Which is also what we call as performing research. So in a bit more strict sense, in a bit more formal way, what I do is I identify something that I want to achieve, a concept that I want to have clear in my mind, an idea that I want to pursue, an objective that I want to pursue, and then translating all that into a question. A good, well-thought, formal question. And from that point on, all the process starts. So you go deep into the sources, search for what you're looking for, again, understand that, and finally being able to transmit it. Now, I want to be, again, super clear that I do not think of myself as being someone brilliant or with an extraordinary level of intelligence. However, I do value myself as being extremely hardworking. I'm not the brightest, but I can assure you that I am going to be the most hardworking guy that you will find in the classroom or in the desk or wherever you are, because when you are pursuing your passion and when you believe that 
you have a purpose in life, then you are gonna give it all. And that's how I feel. So it doesn't matter if I do not know everything. What matters is that I'm gonna fight for it. Now on the more personal part of it, uh, I am a vegetarian. So I do value a lot what I eat. I enjoy greens. I also fast when I have intense work to do or when I have these intense periods in my life or phases in my life that I need to be fully focused and perform at my best. I do 20 by 4, so that means that I do not eat anything in 20 hours and I eat whatever I want in 4 hours. When I have a more relaxed schedule or it's a, for example, a, a transition phase in my life, what I do is I lower a bit. So I go 18 plus 6, right? So I fast for 18 hours and I eat for 6 hours. And those are my windows in general. I sometimes break the fast in the weekends because you have to be a social person. But usually in my day-to-day -day routines, in my week routines, I do not break it. I drink a lot of water. I love coffee. And I am a fan of breathing fresh air. Uh, so that usually takes me to places where... You can experience nature in any of its manifestations. So it being in a beach or at a place where it's super cold, but you get this, this sensation, this, this feeling of the essence of our physical environment. So that really works for me. It's kind of my fuel, my creativity comes from there. Now, my background. So I am a lawyer by career. And I am also an autodidact from many years ago. And I teached myself literature and philosophy. And now, due to several experiences, ideas, goals, and objectives, I decided that I will pursue studying philosophy in the formal academic world. So I'm enrolling into a postgraduate degree, which I'm sure will be extremely helpful. And that decision was made because I do believe that we can train ourselves to do whatever necessary, but it comes to a point where listening to other perspectives or having people with way more experience teaching you stuff or giving you more to learn from is incredibly helpful. 
and it builds you as a person. Plus, attending school at any level provide a lot of discipline and mental training, which is basically what we do or what we need for performing. I am not an English speaker as a maternal language. However, I feel like I have a, a level of understanding that provides me with sufficient tools to go into any classic or any source of information written, read, or shown in English. I am a Spanish-speaking person, so I can have those two languages available. I am also in the process of speaking Latin, so I have the basics of it. I can understand some of it, I can write some of it, I can read some of it, and hopefully in the following months I will be able to improve that and adding that to my list of quote-unquote dominated languages. And from that point on, I'll definitely jump to German. As a disclaimer, I must ask for your patience and even your feedback when I commit any mistake. Going a bit deeper, I want to tell you that I am particularly interested in intellectual challenges. And that is part of the reason this podcast was born. This idea of Tavernier Talks was born. Because I know that there is many people out there looking for a way for a source to attain knowledge, but not the kind of knowledge that we are fed in our day-to-day basis, but rather the, the good stuff, the hidden stuff, the complex stuff, that which in any level of understanding will make you think, truly think, to get that feeling where you are not making sense of that something and that you know it is challenging, but you want to pursue that feeling And at some point, thanks to your discipline and your effort, something suddenly clicks. And then you go, oh my God, I just got it. That is amazing. So if we are looking for that, but we do not all have the same abilities, then it makes sense that we focus in the tasks that we're most effective at. And I feel like I am really effective at going to the original sources of information, really grasping those sources, having the context of those sources, and then take those, complement them with other sources, making a true analysis, fully conscious of it, to digest that information, 
turn it into something way simpler and transmitting that, communicating that as something that you can understand in an easy way, knowing that from that point on, you're free to choose either to pursue or to drop it, but that you can trust that what you heard or read is something that is formal and that has a fundament behind it. And this will all be related to either philosophy, sciences, literature, and other formal disciplines, because I think that's where I am most strong at. With all this, I will be creating diverse manifestations of knowledge through creative stories, through uh, comments, videos, clips, podcasts, talks, interviews. Again, having the theoretical part of it, but also the practical part of it. The goal of this project, the goal of this podcast is to share knowledge, to improve the way we live. It is not knowledge for knowledge. It is knowledge for us to improve how we think, how we behave, and how we feel. This is a call to action. It is a call to change. We cannot go on living the way we're living. We cannot keep up this dehumanizing way of behaving. We cannot keep forgetting who we are. We need our values to be completely clear. We need our ideas to be completely clear. We need to redesign that, our mental processes. And if we have the capacity to interpret information, to interpret sources of knowledge, then we will have the capacity to take better decisions and to identify what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. Finally, I want to leave you with a story I like to call hide and seek. And it is about a queen. So the queen used to have a beautiful realm where everything was just thriving and and knowledge was everywhere, people were discussing about it, were transmitting ideas, were talking about ideas, were debating between those ideas, were trying to establish concepts that we could trust as being true. They were even discussing about the nature of truth, the nature of our conception of life, of reality. It was a beautiful, flourishing part of our history. But then 
with time, this immortal queen went through and through giving all that she had to the people following her, providing so many opportunities to improve and achieving that in many ways. Yet at some point, another player came in and this new source of power was clever enough to make the people following the queen doubt about who should be the leader, either the queen or this new source, which was in a way disencouraging to the queen. And in that fight, the queen decided to just go ahead and hide. She left. Now this new source came in and established a realm that lasted for many years. This new king is called science. And philosophy, which was the queen, left us for quite a while. Then humanity, the people, went on following science, being passionate about science, being surprised about science, being blown away about science, because how many discoveries we managed to make and Please don't get me wrong, science is beautiful. However, it wasn't balanced. We just went through that without truly thinking the consequences. And funny enough, the story does not end there because at some point, science went looking for a philosophy. And that's where the hide-and-seek part comes in. Until... History repeats, and now a new player came. And that player was a rebel. That player is a rebel. Philosophy decided to go ahead and again hide. The queen went hiding. The king was intimidated by this rebel. And now the king was fighting the rebel, but at the same time the the king was complimenting the rebel. The rebel got stronger and the people started following the rebel without even thinking of it. They didn't knew, they didn't, they didn't saw that what they were doing was not a bit rational. It was against what we were doing in the past. But we just threw ourselves to it because it was new, because it was interesting and because things were and are easier with a rebel. That rebel is technology. So now we have philosophy hidden. We have the king, or what used to be the king, science, fighting against this rebel, but at the same time complimenting the rebel. And we are in a phase of humanity that we do not know what to do because the rebel is out of control. The king is... Improving, but also 
providing too much to the rebel and the rebel has many good things in itself but we're lacking something we're lacking the queen where is she and the answer to that is she's here she's back because today more than never we need her we need clarity in our lives we are creating as if we were gods and it is really cool that we are it is okay that we are i am even excited that we are but we must not forget that we need to be clear in our grounds we need to be clear in our ideas we need to be clear in our fundamentals to know what we're building and what will be in the future the results of the activities that we are performing or of those beliefs that we think are true so now more than ever philosophy is out to play and that's why this podcast this project was born because i want to be the living example that philosophy is back out again that even though technology is thriving even though science is thriving philosophy has been always the queen and that together philosophy sciences and technology if we have the capacity to manage those three we will be at our highest performance so buckle up because this is going to get super interesting from the deepest part of my heart thank you and hopefully talk soon <laughs>